VIP Customer Service Award for Highest Client Ratings, D Magazine's Best Realtor, Five-Star Professional Award, and several other recognitions for her success and service to clients. Join her each week as she meets with the top community influencers to help you get to know the area you want to call home. Don't just love your home, love your community. And now, here's your host, Kimberly Woodard. Good afternoon, guests. I am so excited about today's episode. Um, Well, it's a little bit different. So today's has a little twist to it where I am going to be the guest. And my dear friend and owner of um, the studio, um, Jeff Curley, is going to interview me. (laughs) For my last episode of 2019, I cannot believe it. Um, We're coming to an end. Well, and, and I'm thrilled to interview. It's it's an honor because uh, you're my wife's best friend. Yes. You sold us our house, yes. which it's our dream house. Yes. And and um, I just want to uh, preface this by saying that Kimberly is the most patient realtor ever. <laughs> because for a whole year, it took us a, a year to find the house, maybe yes. maybe longer. Oh, uh, yeah. And there are pictures of me somewhere with me folding my arms like this Uh, on almost every showing. So I don't know how you you (laughs) dealt with me for a year. But we found this amazing home, and you were so patient. Um, I can't can't recommend her uh, more highly. She's just amazing as a realtor. I remember that time when we walked in. I walked in a few minutes before, and I ran and checked to see if it had this little room, because Victoria wanted to build her dream closet. And... I ran in the master because I knew there was an exercise room. And I was like, please have this connected to the master. And it was. And I was like, yes. I was like, it is it. So I opened the door. I'm like, this is your house. This is it. This is it. And, and, and I fell in love with it instantly. And she didn't push me towards it. It was just uh, she always uh, lets her customers make her It was the perfect house. Decision. You had was, your man cave and was, her closet. It was perfect. It was perfect. So, so if, if I may, uh, I'll, I'll conduct this interview because yes. I want, I want um, your audience to get to know you. I mean, they, yeah. they know you a little bit through the show, but I want them to, to really get to know you. So when, uh, why did you become a realtor? Why did I become? So, you know, my passion has always been homes. And growing up, um, I had a best friend um, when I was younger where her dad was a builder, ironically. And so I grew up going to building sites um, you know, now you won't let your kid go to a new construction without a hard hat. You know, we were, you know, playing in the <laughs> wood and all this right. framing. Um, and I was just intrigued. Of course, her house always had, you know, all the sample books. So at that time, back in the 80s, there was, you know, wallpaper sample books, there was um, carpet. And I was just fascinated with that. Um, also, my dad was a lender and did a lot of financing for developers. So as a kid, he'd always take me to all the newest developments. And so I was always seeing the new construction and the new homes. You know, there was just something about it. And I just fell in love with that. But ironically, I did not, that's not what I thought I was going to do when I went to college. And when I went to college, I thought I was going to, I actually, first, my first major was pre-med. <laughs> Wait, uh, are you going to be a doctor? I was actually looking at being a physical therapist. Cool. Um, and, you know, that first semester in college of um, a load of sciences, classes, biology, chemistry, labs. Yeah. I changed the business <laughs> the second semester. Well, it seems like you're perfectly cut out for this because you're outgoing, you never meet a stranger, and you really like people. I do. You know, what's so fun with my job is 
that I meet people every day. And as my clients, you know, I end up gaining a new friend every time. And so it's fun to get to know people. Um, I end up getting to know their um, family. Um, there's always, you know, their parents or, um, you know, the kids, just everyone. And, you know, also as they grow, I mean, I've had clients where they've bought their first home and no kids to expanding. <laughs> and then, um, you know, and I've had the reverse where we've, you know, had to, you know, maybe we're downsizing for someone or, you know, there is life things that happen. And, you know, we have to do those different challenges um, along the way. But I just feel like, you know, I just don't, it's not just a client, it's a new friend. Yes. Do you find process. yourself uh, becoming almost a therapist? Because typically when you're moving, it's, um, you know, a life-changing decision. And uh, and it could be divorce. It could be the death uh, of, of, of a spouse. Right? I mean, you, and you're... Oh, there's a lot. Right? I mean, I feel like I wear a lot of hats. So I'm having... I listen. Um, and that was one thing, you know, I will say my husband will say I'm not a good listener. But, but that's at home. Um, but as um, for my clients... That's what I do. I don't do a lot of talking. I do a lot of listening, and you have to. Um, you listen to what they really want. Um, as we're going through the process and we're looking at homes, you know, I'll look. You know, I'll listen to both of them. Um, you know, if there's a you know couple or if it's just one person, what's important to them? And sometimes they won't say that in our consultation meeting. But it comes out as we're touring the home, what really that continuous you know, thing that they mention um, that they don't even know sometimes that is really important to them. And then you know, during the process, sometimes they just have to vent. And I'm like, come on, let it out. Let's let it out. Because it is this emotional. This is the biggest financial decision that most people ever make in their lives. And you know, whether you're a first-time home buyer or this is your 10th home, it's emotional. Yes. And I will say it's even, it can be even emotional. People don't think of it for your investors, but even for your investors, um, you know, am I making the right investment? So. Well, I applaud you because I think as a, as a business owner, you take a long-term f- approach to your business. You're not there trying to make a quick sale because if you, w- if you tried to make a quick sale and got somebody into a home that they didn't absolutely love or they couldn't afford, uh, you wouldn't get their repeat business and you wouldn't get their brother, sister, uncle, aunt, son, daughter. Right. And my, what I've always said is that I want to go visit you, you know, a couple of weeks later after you get settled in. And I want you to be excited about your home. And even the next year, excited. If I go there and you're like, oh, gosh, why did I buy this house? You know, or, you know, then I didn't do my job. Right. Um, so sometimes, you know, I'll even have my clients, especially my relocation clients that don't, you know, really know the area. We'll look at a diff- different areas and I'll take them outside the box just to maybe, you know, make sure that that's not the area that they want. So, you know, they may say, you know, from friends or coworkers, because, you know, whenever you're saying you're going to move, everyone has an opinion to give you. Everyone, you know, from your parents, you know, family members to colleagues will all say, oh, you should live here or you should live here. So sometimes it's good to just go and explore that and then be able to weed that out as 
and it's not sitting there in your mind going, gosh, would I've liked it or not? Let's so. talk about the, the in every business there's a victory, there's a win. Okay. Uh, when you find that perfect home for that couple and their eyes shine and they hug you, I mean, what does that feel like? <laughs> it's great um, because, you know, it's not just a house. It's not just a structure. It's a place where these uh, people are going to um, develop and bring memories there. And so um, that's why the whole process is emotional is because you're not just – doing this to, you know, it's not like a car purchase. I mean, a car you buy, you use, and you turn back, you know, turn in. A home, you are living day-to-day, you know, your day-to-day actions, your holiday events, you're having your friends over, you're just building memories in that place. And so even when people are selling, it is emotional, even though they may be excited of where they're going, you know, there is that an emotional part. I mean, I even ha- got teary-eyed when I moved. And my husband was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, it wasn't, I was excited about the other, you know, the new place. And, you know, it was, we had already, you know, bought and uh, renovations were all in, underway. But it was, that was the house that we bought as a couple. That was the house that I brought both my boys home in. And so, you know, we had birthdays and just all kinds of celebrations. And those things are going through your head um, as, oh, my goodness, I can't, you know, you know, yeah. there's memories. I get it. So. Dana, were you, uh, when, when I was growing up, my parents uh, took a, a pencil and marked our height. <laughs> Did you do that with your boys? I didn't, but I've had clients do that. And I've had them take that, you know, that, you know, part of the door frame. And I had one where we, um, we took it. And I ended up shipping it to it. It was the most expensive piece ever. <laughs> and her husband, I think, was just <laughs> floored because by the time we shipped that and had it uh, fixed, I just said it was a priceless piece <laughs> of art. <laughs> I love it. Well, uh, let's give the audience a chance to get to know you better on, in, in terms of your show. Uh, many yes. of your viewers have been watching you for, can you believe it, a year. I You've know. been doing this for a year. I know. It's so amazing. And I'm so proud of you because you, have I think, have really grown as a broadcaster. I mean, you didn't, unlike myself who came up in television news, yeah. you didn't have that kind of life experience. Oh. But, but I think your show is... Uh, an amazing show because you you really uh, ask questions that I think the average person at home would be asking. Uh, I loved your interview with Kelly Raspberry <laughs> and and uh, the mayor and yeah. yeah, you've done some amazing interviews. We've had fun and it's been fun to have different people in the community and um, on the show and also talk about different topics. Talk about you know whether it's an event that's um, going on. Um, at one of the area um, places or, you know, a new restaurant or just something new to really, you know, educate everyone about the community. Because, again, like my motto, um, you know, it's not, you know, don't just love your home, love your community. <laughs> I think that's wonderful. Do you find yourself uh, looking forward to the next episode and, and who you're going to interview? I, I do. Um, it's fun because, again, you know, I learned something from every interview. Um whether whatever the topic is mm-hmm. and even if it's a topic that I'm familiar with or a guest I learned something new so well tell me this do you, how much show prep do you do because Larry King notoriously never did any show prep if he if he was interviewing somebody he never um, read the book or did any research he didn't even do a Wikipedia because he said that he wanted to ask the question that the 
average person would ask, and right. he didn't want to be too smart. On the other end of the spectrum is somebody like Barbara Walters, who apparently studies for weeks and weeks and weeks before an interview. How much show prep do you do? You know, honestly, I don't do that much. Um, I think of what the questions that I want to, you know, that would be interesting um, and that I want to find out. And I feel like if I want to find out, probably my viewers want to know those questions. Um, I do, you know, look up, you know, their credentials of, you know, my guest. I want to, you know, just like I'm sure they do that to me. I know I get that looked out before I go for an interview for, um, you know, being someone's realtor. And, but I really want to know about what their, you know, whatever it is, um, whether again, the vet, um, but I try and just a little, the highlights and, you know, kind of do. So I would say maybe the night before I, you know, go through a little bit, um, of what's I'm about to embark on. <laughs> well, well you, you, you can't tell that you don't do a lot of show prep because the shows are, I think that they, they flow really nicely. Yeah. And I think a great show is just a conversation over over cocktails. Yes, in in cocktails. our case, now we should we should we should tell the audience there is no booze in here. No, it's which, mocktails. <laughs> which, which may be the first time that Kimberly and I have been together without an, an alcoholic beverage. So, so cheers to the show. Mm. So, um, highlight from from this past year in terms of shows. Was there a favorite episode for you? I don't think I had a true favorite because they were all so interesting. Um, I learned so much from each one of them and you know, from anywhere from decorating. Um, I will say my holiday, um, I used my tip, uh, the tip that um, I got from Dalen on putting collections together. So when I got all my nutcrackers out um, the other day, I collected them, and I have so many that I had to put a few. So I put my kitchen ones, my chef ones, in the kitchen. But everyone else is kind of gathered on this great, you know, display um, table, and they look so cute. <laughs> so, so everybody makes their goals for uh, you know the next year. What are your goals for next year? You're, you're very successful. I, I think I would put you in the one percent of realtors in Collin County. I, I don't know if, if statistically that's true, but um, it seems like you make all the lists. I do. I will. And there's a there's a reason for that. And 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 a lot of people. Uh, let's talk about how difficult it is to be a realtor because I think a lot of people watch Million Dollar Listing and right. they're like, oh, that's easy to make a big commission, and all you have to do is show houses. It's tough. It is tough. And you know, the one thing, and this blows everyone's mind, and it'll probably blow my viewers, but. I really have no clue half the time, you know, what my income is for that year or that quarter. I mean, of course, you know, my office manager will send me um, usually every quarter where I hit, but I don't pay attention to it half the time. And I know that sounds bizarre because people are like, okay, how does she you know, live on a budget? We take that B word out of my vocabulary. Uh, but it's because I'm so passionate. Each I think of each client, you know, you can say it's a transaction, but each client is its own entity. Mm -hmm. And I really don't even think about the money part. I think about helping them. And that's my focus. Um, and so I am there to be their advocate. So when I'm negotiating the deal, I'm their advocate. Um, when I'm 
when we're doing the inspections, when we're negotiating repairs, you know, whoever I'm coming in contact through during that transaction, I am the advocate for my client. And that's what I keep focused on. And so I think that is contributes to the success that I have and that I'm not really driven so oh dollar signs is driven to make those clients happy. And you know, and I'll look at my clients and I'll say, hey, okay, if you want this, then I'll push, you know, I'll push for it. But if not, then, you know, maybe let's go to something else. Because I'll have clients that will be like, well, let's just throw an offer out there. Now, that one I'm not as excited about. But then something else, they'll be like, I really, really want this. And let's figure out how we can get this done. Cool. So, Well, I love it as a, as a customer that um, you don't play games. Uh, no. So, you know, one of the, one of the classic realtor uh, tricks, if you will, is show them two houses that you know they wouldn't like and then show them the more expensive house that you really want them to go into. You never play those games. No, no. I show my clients what they want. Now, of course, if I find something, you know, I'm going to be like, hey, let's go look at this. And sometimes it is that out of the box. I had a client, I brought her um, and her husband to something that was outside the box. I said it was not what, um, and they actually did like, you know, they liked it. They were like, we would have never thought in even looking at this online, just kind of bypassed it. But I got them to go inside it and just say, take a look at it. It has a lot of the attributes that you guys are really looking for. So, do you still remember your first sale? You know, I do. Um, I remember my first listing. And so my first listing, um, I was showing a client in the house next door, and a guy comes out and says, um, oh, well, I'm going to have my house for sale. Would you like to come look at it? My client, knowing that I you know, had just started, I mean, literally I had just started, and um, she was like, let's go in. You may get this listing. So we go in, and it didn't work for her. She ended up buying in a different city anyways. Um, this was Alan, and she. Um, we ended up landing her in Frisco. But I walked in, and then I met, re-met with the guy um, the next morning and got the listing. And he knew I was new, but he liked my energy. That's, that, and that's true. I mean, you're very, you're very charming. Uh, it, it also helps that you know the lay of the land. I mean, yeah. uh, kind of born and raised in Collin County, uh, you've probably watched it really grow. I have. And so that's what's you know amazing to see everything that's happened here and you know, seeing things that was dirt now, you know, it's now all this these buildings and you know, watching the different cities emerge um over the time. I mean, I remember when Frisco was just dirt and you right. took it was farmland all the way up to Maine. So I just aged myself. <laughs> don't, you, don't you wish you, you had taken a little bit of money and bought some land in uh, like uh, Preston Road area? Uh, you, you know, <laughs> you know. Sometimes there's different areas, but I was like, at that time, I didn't have any money. <laughs> well, we have one more question for me. I know you guys are dying for that. <laughs> okay, one more question. Well, we we, uh, we started to talk about goals for 2020. Okay. Um, it's the Roaring Twenties. Yeah. Uh, can you believe we're just, you know, weeks away from a completely new decade? That's so funny. And the Roaring Twenties of the last uh, century were, was a time of great exuberance. And yes. I, and I hope the same is true of this next decade. What are your goals for 2020? 
Um, my goals for 2020 is I always like to try and beat whatever I've accomplished this um, this year. I look at I do look at my end of the year stats, and then um, you know where what I can do next. Um, so for 2019, it was doing this show. <laughs> As for 2020, I haven't decided exactly. Um, you know, yet it's still, I mean, I still have what, um, less than 30 days to decide. <laughs> I would say January 1, I, I put that, I put my goal down and I start with dry January. <laughs> well, well, I'm going to propose that we, uh, we celebrate New Year's together, and Yay. you and Victoria get in flapper dresses like the Roaring Twenties. I'm going to get one of those kind of loud suits, uh, <laughs> zoot suits, I think they called it, right? Yes, it's all about fun for um, 2020. That's what I think. I think that's what it is. It's all about fun and living life to its fullest. I love so. it. I love, <laughs> as, as you close every show with the toast. Yes, cheers. Right, here's to an amazing 2020. Yay. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Community Cocktails with Kimberly. If you'd like to contact Kimberly with your real estate needs, you can reach her at KimberlyWoodard.Evie.com. Hope you enjoyed our guest this week. Tune in every first and third Wednesday of the month for insights from industry leaders in your DFW area. Remember, don't just love your home, love your community.